Hello, everyone. It's your friend Tristan Miller. I'm just here to inform you that I'm recording my first stand-up comedy album and special on May the 4th in New York City at Caveat at 4 p.m. You can go to the link in my bio on my social media platforms, or you can go to caveat.com, go to May the 4th, and buy tickets there. Highly recommend that you get them early as they are cheaper that way. Also, after the show, I'm going to go, Phantom Menace is playing in theaters. So I'm going to take a big group to go to the nearest AMC or whatever Cineplex and go see my favorite Star Wars movie. I'll say it. I'll say it with my full chest. My favorite Star Wars movie in theaters again. So hope to see you at both things. If you have to pick one, just pick my my show, please. Um, I do. Uh, uh, would, I would like to sell out the house if possible. Anyway, um, love you. I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay, bye bye. This podcast is made possible in part by Patreon. You can go to Patreon.com/slash Tristan J Miller to support us there. Now, our feature presentation. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Focus Testing, a movie about movies where we make up a movie. And today I'm joined by comedian, among other things, Josh Gondelman. <laughs> uh, hey. Hey, how are you? I'm good, thanks. You know, good. it's been a, a bad news week nationally, <laughs> no but kidding. in the small picture, um, mm-hmm. I've, I feel very fortunate. I would imagine so, because you just had a, your first comedy special come out, right? I did, yeah. Um, Tuesday, my special People Pleaser mm-hmm. became available on, you know, all the VOD platforms where you can rent and purchase stuff. So, like, YouTube and Apple TV, all the places, uh, Vimeo, all the places that you you rent a little hour-long thing to watch and enjoy in your home. I will say this. I promise mm-hmm. by the time this episode comes out, I will have watched it in its entirety. But... I haven't seen it yet, but how do you feel about it? I'm really thrilled. It's yeah. like I it's been a something I've been wanting to do for a long time. So it was really exciting to have the opportunity. And there's like a lot of stuff that's on that that I have never recorded anywhere. And then there's a couple bits that are like from previous albums that I'm mm. like, oh, I think this is a new way to show people this, you know, a few bits over the years that I'm really proud of. And so I think it like is a really nice way for people who like may know me from other things for like, or have seen me live around, around the city or around the country um, who have uh, heard me on wait, wait, don't tell me, or, you know, watch, watch shows I write for to be like, Oh, he, I'm going to jump in and see what his stand up is like. And so, and that's, I feel very excited to like present that to people and, and I hope they enjoy it. I'm glad. Yeah, what I've I've watched the trailer several times. Give me credit there. I've seen the trailer for the special a few times, <laughs> so I'm doing my best. Um, I'm I have no. This isn't me. I didn't just come here to browbeat you into watching the special. It's that's when I'm completely on me. Your listeners though must watch. <laughs> Absolutely. If if anything, I hold my listeners, all three of them, to a higher standard of my, to myself. Absolutely. That's that's how I feel about all audiences. I would like them to be better than me, but I reserve the right to yell at them to do that. Yes, one hundred percent. So, do you remember the first movie you saw in the theater? I 
I have a hunch, but I'm going to look it up online and see if it could possibly be right. Okay. Um, hold on. A little sleuthing. I think it was. Okay. Yeah. I think it was Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So, which came out in 1989. Mm-hmm. And I was born in 1985. And I think Ghostbusters 2. I had not seen Ghostbusters 1 because I was a child. Yeah. But Ghostbusters. But I like the cartoons, the Ghostbusters cartoons. Ghostbusters 2, the film, substantially scarier than the first film and the cartoon shows. So I was terrified of it. Like, I remember being like it being very thrilling and I'd seen movies before. So I knew like what a movie was. I was like, <laughs> well, the unsettling true story of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> but I did. Um, I did see the movie and come home and i remember my dad took me to to the movie and was like well you're four so it's nap time and i remember lying in bed being like this is too messed up like i can't i can't believe that this that i saw this i'm I'm never gonna stop thinking about this that's fantastic so you got the opposite experience that the film wants is because you became afraid of no ghosts you know yes well Look, I don't know now. Not to split hairs, okay. The Ghostbusters ain't afraid of no ghosts, mm. but I don't. I think they would want the public to feel a healthy fear of the supernatural <laughs> because otherwise they'd go out of business. They uh, they go out of business, right? 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 Obviously, it's it's fear mongering <laughs> as a promotional tool. But in addition, I think that from a scientific standpoint, mm-hmm. in the way that like humans should have a, a keep a respectful distance from say sharks. I think that's how they would want us to feel about ghosts. Yes. It's like we, we should not provoke them. We should understand their power. I think is would, that's what I imagine the kind of, uh, feeling the ghostbusters would have i love that. Like we should understand their power, which is yeah. very, yeah. Yeah. It's like, super like what is it like super mother nature if it's supernatural is that anything yes mother supernature yep mother supernature because i do think right i think that like first of all most of the ghosts in ghostbusters i feel like are are getting busted they don't really showcase ghosts that are just like (laughs) chilling and i think that that's unfair because i bet there are some ghosts that even if they have unfinished business they're not making it my problem you know they're just kind of working on themselves and so i think ghostbusters yeah i i think they would want the public to be afraid of ghosts that i stand by i stand by Mm -hmm. my uh annoyingly pedantic reading of that (laughs) i found nothing but joy in your pedantic reading so um yeah that's exactly the kind of skepticism and thought that i want you to bring to the rest of this show okay perfect start asking what i call movie trivia questions and you know it's the loose interpretation of that um and this is i always start with this one which is what is movie what is movie yeah what is movie so we got move right that's right in there (laughs) okay yep so it's like a an image that is in motion, mm-hmm. and then we got e. So it's like e. Ooh, that's delightful. So it's like a an image in motion designed to entertain or captivate at least, mm. even if it's not. You know, some documentaries are more for edifying, but I think they all want to hold your attention. That makes sense. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Uh, e as in like a like e. yeah childish glee. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The the um. 
going like going going down a slide. The famous Mitch Hedberg joke about <laughs> about we, but just ee! yes. <laughs> the joke being uh, when you're having fun, you invoke yourself and some other people. Wee! <laughs> First person plural. Yes. Um, so, next trivia question: What movie makes you the horniest? Oh, that's a good question. Thank you. I work very hard on these. What movie makes me the horniest? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like this. I mean, like, does pornography count? I, I would say excluding <laughs> excluding pornography. pornography. Right. Okay, because like, yes, of course, you know, we've all seen pirates or whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't. It's not something I track. Real, I'm not huh. like, well, better write this down in my notebook. This is kind of a, I've hit a new bar for horniness while watching this film. Let me go to letterbox.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, my stars are a, a horniness ranking on Letterboxd. <laughs> it's how horny did this movie make me on a scale of, can you give something a zero on Letterboxd? I don't actually have an You can like um, give a half a star as the lowest rating okay. or you can not rate it. Sure. Oh, so you can yeah. give a review but not rate? Yeah, I just be like, like an incomplete. Like, I don't <laughs> yes. think this is a movie. <laughs> Try again. I That's kind revisions. of how I felt about cats when I saw that. I was like, this is like not really a movie. Like it is it is it did okay. move. It did move. And but it didn't do the other part. It didn't go like, e. there was nothing there's no E to it. Like it was not <laughs> captivating in any way. It, I was I was also I'm not like a big weed person, but mm-hmm. I got pretty high and was watching it with my wife and and I'd had like a little two triangles from this weed chocolate bar that I got. Um Toblerone. Toblerone. Yeah, it was just actually a regular Toblerone, but like <laughs> I just like those things just send me to yep. heaven. Get um Tobler st- stone, does that Tobler anything? Stone. Yeah. I, I bet that exists. <laughs> I, I bet hope like, it does. If not, you're welcome. I feel like we're going to get to that point because they're all all that not all. There is like a variety of edibles that is like parody candy. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like huh. like there's a place I don't want to like blow up this place's spot because I don't think they legally exist. But there's a storefront <laughs> that I know of in somewhere in New York City okay. where they'll just like it's like. Oh, this is a tobacco shop. But as soon as you walk in, they're mm. like, would you like to buy marijuana? And they <laughs> like truly like, I guess maybe I don't have a cop face. They're just like, <laughs> this guy, he's face. too soft. He wouldn't last a minute on the force or whatever. <laughs> or too, too principled. Um, but the uh, they'll just be like, do you want weed? And you'll be like, hell yeah. And then and they the options, there's like it'll be like the the. A, a takeoff or the exact um branding of like airheads but it'll be called like gas heads which was one Hell that yeah. i saw or like stuff like that so it'll mm-hmm. be like like it's it's like a, like for porn parody yeah, yeah. weed parody <laughs> <laughs> but you were watching cats with your wife stone oh i'm so sorry i no, derailed you. myself and yeah, they and i kept yelling um <laughs> i was <laughs> like i know what words they're saying, but can you turn up what they mean? Can we turn up the meaning of the words, the volume of the meaning of, I hear the individual words. So I will say my take on cats might be in part 
circumstantial. Oh, can I tell you that is a beautiful concept? Can you raise the volume of the meaning of the words? Ugh. I truly feel <sighs> like again because I'm not a big weed person, mm-hmm. and this is like the the first one of the first times I was ever like really stoned if not the first time and that feels like such a unique and iconic high thought yeah that i was like oh i really got my money's worth on this little (laughs) chocolate bar (laughs) that i got to have like truly not a thought i would ever have sober and it was just like one attempt one brand new bananas (laughs) thought perfect Oh, you'll love to see it. I know. That was, it, I didn't enjoy the sensation necessarily, but I was like, wow, I really came out of that night with something new having happened to me. <laughs> Which is, you know, beautiful in its own way. And Because my, my drunk thoughts are always just like, they should make a... They should make a pizza place that's already inside my apartment so that when I order the pizza, it's just right there. Now, Josh, I want to introduce you to a concept that you may not be familiar with, which is a frozen pizza. Yep. And it's DiGiorno. Yep. No, you're right. It's not... You're saying it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. That is exactly what I'm saying, yes. Okay. (laughs) Exclusively. Exclusively. So, So you... Don't remember what movie makes you the horniest, but do you yes. remember the first time you got horny during a movie? I remember again, very young, feeling like Ghostbusters two. Not yeah, Ghostbusters. <laughs> it was just like that's what I was afraid of. I was afraid of how horny I was. <laughs> when I got home, I was four, and I was just like, "What is this feeling?" But I remember being like attracted to like some female duck character on uh on ducktales i remember being like yeah she's cute i bet we'd get along (laughs) and that's not like a lifelong theme you know it's not like oh and i i what i like in a lady is like a long neck and kind of skinny legs and like a body that's mostly butt (laughs) (laughs) you know what that might be my ideal type though now that you've Mm -hmm. described it in that way i might like (laughs) I like a I like a person that walks like Roger the Alien from American Dad. That's mm-hmm. someone bought Yeah, that's kind of a sensuous <laughs> movement. That's and- a movie, I'll tell you what. <laughs> um, what's a film that most people uh don't remember but you would like them to? Ooh, okay. I don't do that many I don't have that many deep cut movies, mm-hmm. but I will say um a kind of underratedly like fun watch that's pretty goofy is the movie next with Nicolas Cage, which is like, people don't talk about it that much in the cage canon. I don't, I'm sure like, you know, people who think a lot about movies know about it, but like, I think most people, when you think about like big Nicolas Cage performances, don't think about this one. And it's, he plays, it came out in like Oh seven, maybe plays a Vegas magician named (sighs) Frank Cadillac And and he actually has the power to see two minutes into the future. And Julianne Moore, who is like on the cusp of like graduating from this kind of movie, plays the (laughs) FBI agent who's like, you need to work for the government. Oh, that sounds like it rules. And thank you. You're welcome. It's not like it's not quite bad per minute at the level of like a the room where you're Mm -hmm. like every decision. But it is like very silly yeah and and that's kind of like i i like really crave um not like movies that are like 
fast paced and like actiony, but not super gritty. Like I was thinking this morning about how much I loved the, the era of Jason Statham. That was like the transporter and crank just those like mid concept action movies that I feel like, excuse me, we don't make that many anymore because the action mid budget movies, I think are fewer and further between. And then the, the big action movies are largely fast and furious. So shout out to Statham and then like superhero stuff. But I miss that, that Mm -hmm. mid, that mid budget of that's like, we have like a premise and it looks good and it doesn't make a ton of sense. Like John wick, I think is, is the closest recent example that really popped. Um, and, and I like that where it's not like gritty, realistic violence, but it's just like, as my dad would say, a lot of good beaten up, <laughs> I, I, which is a, I an expression that I stole from him and use frequently. <laughs> a lot of good beating him up. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so I have two more questions for you and then we'll get to the, to the game part of the, okay. the show. First question is, um, if you had to pick an animal to ratatouille you oh, into yeah. success, what animal would you want? Okay. Like an animal companion that will would lead to your success, your professionally. I feel I, like an octopus is like a smart <laughs> animal, and I feel like it would be funny to have. Here's the other thing: Octop- I don't have a head of hair that could hide an mm. animal, even a rat. So if it was like <laughs> one that I had to just like have kind mm. of on my head at all times, mm-hmm. um, making me do it would have to be very small. It would have to be like a dust mite or. <laughs> Um, just something that people wouldn't notice and be like, yuck, that's, there's something on your head or even so, or if it was something that had to be disguised by a hat, I would have to start wearing bigger hats. (laughs) Maybe like Josh is really in his slash era and his comedy has gotten a lot more cerebral. It's just like octopus dampness dribbles down my face. Like he got sweaty, but he's good now. Oh, that's a very good concept. Oh. And finally, the, the the question I ask every single one of my guests here yep. is, uh, why is Austin Powers so sexy? It's his confidence. It's the confidence. Yeah. Yeah. It's the confidence. I mean, he's pretty stylish. He's a success. He has a successful job. But he's not <laughs> especially not especially handsome, I don't think. He's not especially good at his job like it's not a hyper competence mm-hmm. you think he mm-hmm. is no no i hadn't thought of it that way but no he's not very good at his job is he no no he's he <laughs> much like inspector gadget a weird choice for like preserving for posterity with his skill set you know what i mean <laughs> like inspector gadget they they gave him all the things and they're like oh and now he's our super cop and it's like that guy <laughs> like okay um <laughs> the guy that has just, to shout what he's about to do yes yeah yeah yeah. and the, the guy who's like niece does most of his job for him um and so similarly to that and, and apologies if someone does a bit like that but it's something that's been in my head for a long time as well but austin powers is similar in that he's like not the best international man of mystery, I don't think, but it's his, he's got this confidence and a bravado that I think is very appealing. That even if mm. you're not in good hands, he makes you feel like, like he's in control of a situation. For sure, for sure. White yeah. men love to fail. Up. I think that's, I mean, I think that is the story, right? It's he's, 
and, and you see it when he comes into the, the late 90s and he's having this culture clash where he's his immense white uh, cis hetero white male privilege is, I think, the crux of the movie. And he's <laughs> yeah. just like he, he existed well in his era. No one and even in the era when he came back, really, the the vocabulary for like checking one's privilege was not as widespread. So mm-hmm. he just lived a life of largely unchecked privilege, which while it's bad for society for people to do that must have felt amazing to him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to never have to examine the roots of your, uh, unjustified success. Yeah. 100%. I, you know, if only, if only I could go back to such a time. No. Um, yes. do you think, do you think we needed an Austin Powers movie, a new one? Do you think? I don't know. It's, this is tough. Um, this is tough for me because I I loved the first two Austin Powers movies. No offense yeah. to Beyonce, star of the third Austin Powers movie, mm-hmm. a star of the third Austin Powers movie. I, but Mike Myers' output mm. in the couple of decades since then has not blown me away to the extent of his previous films and so i'm worried that another austin powers movie would would not i would be so excited Mm -hmm. and then i would be like oh maybe we should just leave this in the past and enjoy what we have so as Mm -hmm. i think if we could have another austin powers movie of the caliber of definitely one and maybe even two Mm -hmm. i'd be all for it but i just think that like um that's like being that's like wishing for like like we have four loco, but it's not four loco, four loco. <laughs> and this so this would be Austin Powers four loco new recipe. Yeah, yeah, and that's the title of the film as yes, well. Yes, 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 yes. I think that's important. To know. Absolutely. Um, all right, so I have a random word generator um, up, and so we're going to cooperatively come up with a f- film based off yeah. of the the random word that I have, okay. which is redundancy. <sighs> okay. Mm-hmm. This is great. Yes. I immediately know what this movie is. And I would like, obviously, I'm not going to steal all the focus. This is a collaborative endeavor. Here's my pitch to you. Okay. The born redundancy. <laughs> what we know is that we know there's a Jason Bourne. Mm-hmm. But what, I, what this movie posits is there are several Jasons born as, a, <laughs> as fail-safe mechanisms against a, a tragedy befalling the original Jason Bourne. And so, and they are being deployed accidentally, right? Because he kind of gets activated and he has to, he has to go around the globe taking out of commission the other, uh, the, the, the newly activated Jason's born. I love that as a premise. Um, I don't know if that is already the premise of the one with Jeremy Renner. (laughs) Who can say? No one's seen it. No No one's seen it. Yeah, no one knows. Um, it's a Schrodinger's born. Now, mm-hmm. I love this idea. Now, my my follow up question is: Are all the Jasons born played by Matt Damon, or do we get like? I'm different... open to either. I'm open okay. to Matt Damon fighting several Matt's Damon. <laughs> I'm also open to it being like a. Him not knowing what to look for in other Jasons mm. born, and they all know he's coming for them, right? So we've got a Jason Ooh. Bourne 
that is like a um you know we we've got Ben Affleck as a, that would be such a fucking crowd be... pleaser. Oh would yeah, they, Matt Damon fighting Ben Affleck and they're both oh, yeah. Jason Bourne. Get out of here. <laughs> we got an Idris Elba. Yes, um, also yeah. thought of that. Michelle Yeoh, but then <laughs> they team up exactly. Eventually. Yeah, I think that's perfect. And I think and maybe this... they all team up. Maybe instead of instead of killing them, they mm-hmm. form like they turn against whatever Ooh. institution is doing this. So Idris Elba. And and Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Maybe he kills Ben Affleck because that would be pretty funny. I think that would be very funny. Uh, in the movie. And he would life. say, yeah, well, yeah, in the yeah. movie. And then he'd say, how do you like them apples? And he'd say, how do you like them apples? And then everyone would go, yeah. ah! And then people were like, he was born mm. to die. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, so there's all these Jasons born all over the world. And mm-hmm. he, so uh, initially he's like, oh, what I have to do is mm-hmm. destroy the other, the other Jasons. But... What he ends up doing is realizing that they are all being manipulated and, like, they're being used Mm. in some part of greater scheme, uh, a nefarious scheme, and they they team up and so there it's like in oceans 11 because my one of my favorite things is like a getting the gang together montage so this turns from um this turns from kill bill into oceans 11 like you think you're into it you're in for a kill bill and then you're like oh this is not about um one by one vengeance being unleashed Mm -hmm. this is about like we're forming the blues brothers of international (laughs) super spies and we're getting them together and oh can't now here's the thing tying it to what we were just talking about can one of them be mike myers as austin as austin's power true yeah i mean oh so he's austin yeah or like you know jason he's one of the jason he's a jason but he's clearly austin powers you know what i'm saying yeah yeah. like he wants he's the jason where he's like do i make you bonnie baby (laughs) (laughs) oh that's very good oh oh you got me josh you got me with that happy to get you yep Uh, I I'm love not that I'm proud idea. of that, but I am happy with it. That's the yep. feeling I've had a lot lately. <laughs> That's fair. That I see. Whereas I only feel the opposite. I'm constantly proud of what I'm doing, but I'm not happy with oh, it. Oh, interesting. At all. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. I'm a, I, a Protestant. Is I'm what easily it is. satisfied, easily shamed. <laughs> so I like all of this. Um, is it like the FBI, CIA? Is it is it American or is it a global cabal? <laughs> Okay, that's that's a good point. I mm-hmm. so I like thematically mm-hmm. the idea of I think this is kind of an under um under unsung theme in a lot of movies, mm. right? Because I think there's a lot of movies that are like America versus whoever, right? Like yeah. the American spy is against some other government. But I think an interesting theme for this movie would be like he thinks that these Jasons born have been taken over and co-opted by a kind of an international cabal. Mm-hmm. But it is the American government that has orchestrated this as, as like a, n- not like, you, you know, it, as it is like a military industrial complex type subterfuge. We're mm-hmm. like what they're, tr- what they're trying to do is start an international incident. Mm, mm-hmm. so they're justified in invading certain exactly or okay. right or so that they're like oh we have to sanction this government even if it's not mm-hmm. invasion because they were doing this kind of um espionage against us and, and yeah i think that's that i think that's very good i think that's a great third act twist mm-hmm. 
that it's the the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah. And um, the call is coming from inside the White House. There um, it is. Yep. So yep. I feel like. Yep. <laughs> I think now. What do you think about this? They get to like the little literal White House and we get to the president and it is Jason Bourne. Yeah, I think that's good. I think that the president being a Jason Bourne who mm -hmm. because you get to the president and you're like, madam, um, <laughs> it's a much more progressive kind of cabal. Of course. Uh, or, sir or madam. I don't know who's, who's to say. Um, who cares the gender of the president yeah, yeah, of this yeah. movie? It's a president. And yeah. and they say um, the, the Jason Bourne is like – all the Jason Bournes are like, we've got this, – this shit goes all the way to the top. We think that the Pentagon is compromised. And then the president just starts fighting them? Like, yes. holy shit. <laughs> Fucking rules. And I like the idea of like – the president is facing away. Yeah. Yes. And then they turn, and it's again Matt Damon. Oh, that would be pretty cool. So, like, with so these, they're all different borns except for the president, who is identical to Matt Damon. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah. I, and then, you know, you have a CGI fight with Matt Damon versus Matt Damon. Is this anything Jason Bourne? He's. It's like a horror. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. This is yeah. a sub idea. I, mean, I think, right. I think maybe there's like, uh, a brief encounter, right? When they're mm -hmm. in, um, where is Camp Crystal Lake? I wanted to say Maine. I don't know. But I don't I know that that's true. Um, it feels very Maine-ish. It does, and and if not, it's Stephen King's fault that we think it is. Yes, I, I think that's true. Even though Friday the Thirteenth, not Stephen King, but it it feels like when you're like, oh, a murder guy in the woods. That's Stephen King, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. That's Maine. That's what happens yep. in Maine. Um, <laughs> But and, and also apologies to people if this is a plot of an existing Jason Bourne movie. <laughs> I have not seen all of them. I do not know if this is the case already. Uh, yeah, I agree. I also feel like the first one he has to go and he does decommission him has to be Jeremy Renner, right? He has. Yeah. We have to like acknowledge that and get out of the way. Yeah, I mean maybe Affleck lives, Renner dies. Yeah, because <laughs> Matt Damon and Ben Affleck as two Bournes. <laughs> I think two Bournes. Oh. That's the name of the movie. <laughs> two Bournes, and they. Um, and them kicking ass together for a little while, oh, people yep. would love it. I think so too. I think we got a real winner. Um, I think this is this is a hot one. Yeah. So to wrap things up, I want to do a couple of lightning rounds. So we each get we get the same word. We each do a quick pitch okay. for each word. Right. Okay. So Phil is the word. Do you want me to go first, or would you like you to? go first, please? Okay. Phil is about. <clears throat> it's about a guy who works at a dump and he uncovers a mystery of uh, corruption in his local government in a small town in Nebraska. Oh, that's good. Thank you. That's good. Um, this is uh, my Phil is about a gas station employee mm. and, and it is like kind of a, um, like a boyhood type, verite about the uh the diminishing dependence on fossil fuels combined with high uh increasing gas prices and it's like kind of a a slow burning very small story slow burning pun intended clean burning clean, clean it becomes more clean burning yeah. um the next one is incredible okay so i think this one is about a it's a it's a musical comedy mm -hmm. about a lawyer 
who is found out that they are making up evidence in a court case. Oh, very good. Like a shattered glass. I will say yes. And okay. I've seen that film. I've never <laughs> seen. <laughs> no, okay. This one is, this is like a romantic comedy about the incredible Hulk. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. The incredible Hulk, like looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> Go and then when the sad piano music leaving town, that's when he got dumped. <laughs> yeah. Is it Hulk want to smash? Is that what it is? Yeah, Hulk's trying to smash. Yeah. That's very good. Thank you. Uh, the next one is Gravel. Mm -hmm. um, in a sequel to Phil, uh, the guy has the same. After having figured out the corruption of the government, he's had to move town, and now he works as a, a pave uh, someone who works as pavement. And then he he goes from town to town now. So he's been hired by the government to now root out corruption of small towns because they clearly have nothing better to do. Okay. And yeah. Now he's in Iowa doing the same thing, but with gravel. Okay. This is a story about a blue chip basketball prospect who played until high school exclusively in his gravel driveway in like the rural <sighs> town where he grew up. So his like ball handling is really funky because he's used to like the ball caroming at weird angles. So he's got all these shifty moves, the sh real shifty handle. And, um, and the other, uh, you know what? I feel like we've done too many of these with uh, too do too many dude centric movies. Oh sure, sure, she, sure. It's a it's a young woman, and mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. her, and they call her Gravel, and she's tough, and she's got that kind of like gravelly shiftiness to her, yes. and I think like her, and it's like her rise to athletic prominence. That is very good, and the final one that I have for you is Pest, and I think this for me is a sci fi thriller set in a space station where they have to hire someone who like they have essentially space bed bugs mm -hmm. right and then it turns out it's something greater and it kind of goes into alien style where you know you have a horror situation and everyone's trapped in that's what i think pest is okay this is um i don't think it's a good movie but it's an <laughs> english language remake of parasite and uh but it it ends with uh with them being like instead of like instead of the way it ends i don't want to yeah. say that they yeah, yeah. become the rich family and assume their identities and they're very happy mm -hmm. yes that that makes sense that that would be the american version mm -hmm. of that <laughs> well i want to say thank you very much for coming on the program as we me. say yeah is there um anything you want the five people listening to this sure. or more uh, to hey, know remember it is imperative that you don't have to watch a special it's imperative that everybody listening watch a special on youtube or uh vimeo or apple tv wherever you, wherever you go for things um so uh that's the big thing to plug i have a book called nice try i'm coming mm -hmm. i'm gonna be on a little couple episodes of wait wait don't tell me coming up um Jesus and marrow where i work returns mm -hmm. in i believe september um but we're off for the summer Okay, that's all. I've listened to your book, by the way. Oh, it's thank very you. good, and I enjoyed it very I much. I appreciate that. You did a good job narrating thank it you. as well. So um, thank you very much for being on, and talk to you soon. Great.